Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord, everybody, on this Sunday morning. Amen. Father's Day Sunday. Praise God for that. Amen. I pray you're well today. Pray that um, God is encouraging you and, and that he's mindful of you. Amen. Amen. Um, that's a wonderful thing about God, right? Um, David said, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Praise God. Amen. If you're a child of God, you know, there are times when people aren't mindful of you. But so what? Amen. Praise God that God's mindful of you. Amen. Because uh, if God is mindful of you, you got everything that you need. So we uh, we praise God today for our Heavenly Father who is mindful of us. Amen. Mindful of where we are, what we're thinking, what we're going through, what we're dealing with. And so we praise God for that. And um, on this Father's Day, praise be unto God. I want to... Um, Wish a happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And in particular, I want to talk to and wish a happy Father's Day to the fathers who are holding it down. Praise God. Because, um, you know, many times we hear about men who aren't good fathers, but there are a lot of good fathers out there. And so I want to acknowledge and, and say happy Father's Day to all the fathers who are holding it down. The fathers who are taking care of their families, taking care of their wife, their children, their responsibilities. Amen. Um, because many times fathers do things that get overlooked. And so, um, you know, you know how far, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, we talked about this before. Amen. Mother's Day is like a national holiday. Um, they make nice commercials. They get nice gifts. Mothers even get nice songs, right? I always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. Praise God. Um, dads, not so much. Praise God. Dads get Papa was a rolling stone. Right? And all he left us was alone. That's the kind of songs Papas get. Amen. But, um, and yeah, there's some Papas who are rolling stones, but there's some Mamas who are rolling stones too. But here's the thing. On the good side of this thing, there's some men who are holding it down. And so I want to make sure to acknowledge all the, the fathers out there. God sees you. Uh, he knows what you're going through in order to handle your business. Amen. And so happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Um, today, amen, we're going to be in Luke chapter 5. We're going to look at verses 25 through 26. That's going to be our foundation. And so if you have your Bible, I ask you to turn with me there. We're going to read Luke chapter 5, verse 25 to 26. Glory be to God. Amen. Father's Day 2020. Um, we're going to read Luke chapter 5, verse 25 to 26, and then we'll pray and get into the word of the Lord. Um, reading from the King James Version, it says this. It says, And immediately he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your holy yes, name. Father. And we thank you, God, for Father's Day. We thank you for all the godly fathers out there, yes, oh God, who yes, God. are walking in your image. And Father God, are taking care of their children and of their families. Father, may your blessings be upon them today in abundance in the name of Jesus Christ. May you lift their spirits, strengthen their hearts. And Father God, just be with them as they continue to walk with you, O oh God, taking care of their families. And Father, on today, we pray that you will speak a word <coughs> unto our hearts and unto our minds. And yes, God, Father. that you will bless us, O oh God, to receive everything you have. Father God, we need a word from the Lord on today. And so, Father God, we humble ourselves under your hand. May you be exalted, O God, as you speak forth the words of life. Father, we believe we receive them now by faith, and we thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God. Our title today on this Father's Day is, My Father Said So. Amen. My Father Said So. That's our title today. Amen. And um, before we even begin... I just want to 
share with you, amen, what's on my heart so heavy. And that is that the Lord is, amen, giving me an assignment, amen, amen. I always have assignments from God, amen. But today in particular, amen, to speak a word um, to so many, and I believe it's a word, I'm going to say it up front. I believe that it's a word that is going to resonate with so many. Mm. Amen. And so, um, but, but, but I, I have to say this as well. It's going to require all of us to hear this with ears of faith. It's going to require all of us to see this with eyes of faith. If you want to bring your natural mind and your natural whatever to it, this is not going to have any effect mm -hmm. on you. This is a faith thing. Everything with God is a faith thing. Amen. And too many times we try to wrestle with it when I, with our head. But this is in particular, amen, um, something that you're going to have to leave all your natural inclinations, your thoughts, your preconceived notions, your education, and all that. Leave that stuff to the side right now and just bring your faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. Just just bring your faith so that God can speak unto us. And not only speak unto us, but that you can receive what he's speaking on today. So if you're ready, come on, let's go and, and, and hear what God has to say. And And here's the thing. We are... Six months and, well, not quite six months, right? Because I guess, right, until we get to the end of June, we haven't finished with six months. Right. And so we're almost six months into 2020. And one of the things that we can say for a certainty right now, we don't know what's coming. We don't, right? God hasn't given that, you know, unless he's given that to you. We don't know what's coming. But one of the things we do know that it's nearly six months into this year and we have seen some strange things this mm -hmm. year amen we've seen some things that we've never seen before or some things that we haven't seen in a long time um you know this pandemic never seen that before right mm -hmm. not many of us amen they, they talk about going back to the spanish flu back in 1918 so many of us weren't alive back then the vast majority of us Never seen it before. Mm -hmm. um, some of the uprisings that we're seeing in our streets. Haven't seen that in a long time. Amen. Some of us are alive and we have seen that. Uh, especially, you know, um, you know, back if you go back to the to the 60s. Um, but they haven't seen it in a long time. Not this sustained and not this intense. Yes. Um, we're seeing historic unemployment. Right. Haven't seen this in a long time. Right. Uh, and it's all related to the pandemic as far as the unemployment is. Amen. And so these first five plus months, these first almost six months, we've seen some things that we haven't seen in a long time. We've seen some strange things. Um, in our scripture text today, the people saw a miracle. And upon seeing it, they were filled with amazement and they exclaimed that we have seen strange things today. And and what they saw in particular was a man who was paralyzed or he was sick of the palsy and he was carried by his four friends. And we know this story. He was carried by his four friends um, uh, and they were bringing him to Jesus, but they couldn't get to him. And so they had to go to the rooftop. They broke up the roof. They let the man down. Jesus saw their faith. And Jesus said to the man who was sick of the palsy, your sins are forgiven you. Mm -hmm. The Pharisees who were present say, why does this man blaspheme? No one can forgive sins. Glory to God. No one can forgive sins but God. And Jesus said, what's easier, what's easier to say? Mm -hmm. Your sins are forgiven you? Or arise, take up your bed and walk. And so he says, so that you may know that the son of man, you know, has authority or power to forgive sins. He looked at the man who was sick of the palsy and he said, arise, take up your bed and walk. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get to verse 25 in Luke chapter five, because then it says, and immediately that man rose up, took up that which he was laying on and he departed to his own house, glorifying God. 
And the people were amazed. They glorified God. And they said, we have seen strange things today. And the strange things that they saw were the miracle workings of God. They saw something right in their midst that they haven't seen before. It was strange. It was unusual. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't unusual. Of the, it was, it was, the character of it wasn't of the strange things that we have seen in 2020. These things that we've seen in 2020 are not necessarily from God. Mm -hmm. This, amen, was from God. This was a God thing. And they were amazed and they were in awe of what they saw. And they said, man, this thing is strange. Um, in in uh, Matthew chapter 9, we see um, the same account. And there it says that the people marveled and glorified God who had given such power unto men. Because they knew that what they saw, glory to God, what they saw was a God thing. But it happened right before their eyes through a man. It happened through Jesus. Amen. And Jesus was standing right there in the midst, in the flesh. Amen. He was a man standing right there. Amen. And he commanded this man who was sick of the palsy to get up and walk. And they saw it happen. And so they marveled that God, because they still knew it was a God thing, that God had given such power to a man. Um, in the account in Mark chapter 2, it says that the people were amazed and glorified God saying, we never saw it on this fashion. The literal translation there is, we never saw anything like this. So they saw strange things. They saw God giving unprecedented power to man. And they said, we never saw anything like this. And this is where you need to put your faith shoes on because we're about to enter the second half of 2020. And God is saying to his people, to anyone who's listening, that you should expect to see strange things, mm. that you should expect to see strange things in your midst. You've seen some strange things in the first half of this year, but God said, that's not of me. But on the second half of this year, you're going to see me. And you're going to see some strange things that are coming down from heaven. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. You're going to see some strange things that are coming down from heaven. But these are going to be good things. These are going to be God things. And these are going to be things that the world has never seen before. Wow. And people are going to be exclaiming, I've never seen anything like this. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and, and. Glory to God in heaven. Okay, so here's the thing. So let, let, let's take a time out and, and, and let's lay a foundation that I think is so important for us. Right? Because I'm simply sharing with you what God has shared with me. And that's why the title is, My Father Said So. Glory to God. Right? I'm telling you this and I'm believing this because my father said so. Mm. And you should hear it and believe it because your father, who is my father, said so. Hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now, let, let's lay a little bit of a foundation. Let's turn with me to Numbers chapter 23. Glory to God in the highest. Amen. Numbers chapter 23. Let's look at verse 19. Familiar verse of scripture to many. Amen. It says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Praise God for that. Amen. Mm -hmm. God is not a man that he shall lie. Amen. Uh, I like to s say about this scripture, amen. If, if God said it, he'd do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. Mm -hmm. Amen. If God said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. And it says here, God is not a man. And God is not in the business of lying. If God says a thing, he's going to do a thing. Glory to God. Amen. If God spoke a thing, he's going to make that thing good. We have to lay this foundation because we have to start with this understanding that we know already, but we just want to, you know, really lay hold of this thing. That God is faithful. Glory. God is faithful. And God doesn't lie. Amen. Um, 
And sometimes you ever wonder, you know, sometimes you ask God, you say, God hasn't said anything to me. God hasn't, mm -hmm. you know, I haven't heard from God. See, because God's word is so powerful that the minute he says it, it's done. <laughs> right? It's done in the spirit realm. Now, if we hold on to it long enough, we'll see the manifestation in, in, in the natural realm. But he, he, when he says it, it's done. Mm -hmm. Amen? Mm -hmm. so, so if God said it, he'd do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. God is faithful. Now, Titus 1 and 2 tells us that God cannot lie, right? Mm -hmm. Here in, in Numbers 23 and 19, it says, God is not a man that he, sh that he should lie, right? He's not, God doesn't lie. Titus says he cannot lie. Hebrews 6 and 18 says that it's impossible for God to lie. Yes. Just mm -hmm. impossible. God is truth, amen? Uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. And, and Jesus and the Father are one. It's impossible for God to lie. Right. Um, God cannot lie. God says here that he's not a man that he should lie. Isaiah 31 and 2 says he will not call back his words. Amen. You hear that? He will not call back his words. Mm -hmm. So if God, that's why I see if God says a thing, see, he's not going to call him back. He's not going to say, oh, never mind. See, we do that. You ever call back your words? You you, you promise somebody you're going to do something, they make you mad, or you just don't feel like it. And yeah. You go, you know what? I'm not doing it now. You call back your words. See, God doesn't do that. If God puts out his word, God doesn't call them back. God fulfills the word that he puts out. Amen. And so we're laying this foundation because, you know, we have to really you know, remind ourselves. Peter often, when he wrote, talked about bringing, uh, bringing us to remembrance, right? Mm -hmm. There are things we need to remember. And sometimes, as, 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 as unbelievable as it may sound, we, we somehow forget the faithfulness of God. Mm -hmm. God can't lie. It's impossible. He's not a man that he should lie. He's not going to call back his words. Um, turn with me for a second to Isaiah 55. And again, we just want to lay a foundation for where we're going. Isaiah 55, and let's look at verse number 11. Let's look at verse 10. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returns not thither, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth in bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. God said, if I speak something, mm -hmm. it's not coming back to me empty. Mm -hmm. It's going to come back fulfilled. <laughs> Glory to God. Now look what he says. So his word shall not return unto him void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Mm -hmm. So God says, when I speak something, right, it's not going to come back to me void. It's not going to come back to me empty, right? But it's going to accomplish that which I want it to, which I please, right? Which I want it to. And it's, it's going to prosper in the thing whereto I sent it, right? This is God. This is God when he speaks. This is God when he says something in his word. This is God when he says something in your prayer closet. Same thing. Amen. Same God in both situations. Now, turn with me to, to Psalm 89. Why are we turning so much? Because we need to see some things. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I like, I, I like the sound of Bible pages turning. You know what I mean? It's funny. You know, sometimes our character is revealed by the things we like. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some people like some, you know, coarse jokes and stuff like that. That that reveals their character, you know, uh, or at least says something about their character. I like the sound of the pages turning, amen? So I hope you're like that too. And so when you turn, I pray that it's a, it's, it's a, a sweet sound in your ear. Praise God. All right, so we're in Psalm 89 and uh, verse 34. It says, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Amen. 
and uh, the literal translation of that no altered thing is I will not change the word that has gone out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. So again, we, we 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 sort of get this right. If God says something, He is going to do it, right? Um, the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews ten and twenty three, talking about God, it says, "Faithful is He who has promised." God make a promise. God's faithful to do it. And Paul said to the church in Thessalonica in, in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 24, he says, faithful is he who has called you, who also will do it. Mm-hmm. Right? So so God is faithful. Um, and in fact, let's turn one more place. Amen. Let's turn one more place in Hebrews. Praise God. I'm thinking about Sarah. Because the Bible talks about Sarah in Hebrews 11 chapter, 11th chapter and verse 11. And this is the Hall of Faith chapter. In Hebrews 11, verse 11, it says, Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Mm -hmm. And see, this is the thing for us. Praise God for God leading us here. This is the thing for us. See, Think it, look at what the scripture says. We know that Sarah was 89 years old. She was 90 when she mm-hmm. gave birth. But she was 89 years old when the three men, remember the three men visited Abraham and Sarah in their mm-hmm. camp? Uh, and one of them was the pre-incarnate Christ. And, and they said, you know, where's Sarah, your wife? And Abraham said, she's in the tent. And, and, and the Lord said, this time next year, She's going to have a son. Mm-hmm. And Sarah was in the tent. She heard it. And uh, she laughed. And and the Lord said, well, why would you laugh? And Sarah said, I didn't laugh. And the guy said, but you did laugh. But here's the thing. Sarah, she might have laughed. But we know right here, she believed that word. Yeah. Amen. Because it says, through faith, she received strength to conceive seed, even though she was past that age. So, so here's the thing about believing God. Sometimes we get weary in our walk with God, and that weariness could have many causes. One of the causes, though, could be our faith is waning. Because when we continue to be, believe God, just like Sarah, she believed God and received strength. Mm-hmm. So when we believe God, we receive strength. She re- received strength to conceive. Uh, other times we can get strength to receive things from God or to perceive things from God. Mm-hmm. But 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 when we're believing God, we receive strength. Amen. So if you're tired right now in your walk with God, you might have to release your faith and believe God. Amen. So that you can receive the strength from his promise. But here's the thing. She believed God. Um, you know, she had faith and she received strength. But the the scripture says she judged him faithful who had promised. So in other words, God said something to Sarah, and Sarah sat there and she said, "Let me let me see, let me think about this thing. Who who's telling me this?" <laughs> and and she judged him. Mm-hmm. And when she judged him, not judgment in a bad way, but you know she's she's considering who it was who was speaking unto her, and she came to a conclusion. Yeah. He's faithful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. In other words, see, when you get to the place of judging somebody, you've, you've reached a point of conclusion. Mm-hmm. What's the judgment? Right? Guilty or not guilty. That's the conclusion of the matter. She got to a place where she put in her judgment. And you know what her judgment was? <laughs> He's faithful. <laughs> and because she judged him faithful, she said, I'm going to believe him. Many of us have to have to judge him. What's your judgment on God? He says something to you. He says these things in his word. What's the conclusion for you? What's the conclusion of the matter? Do you find him faithful or not? And if you find him faithful, then believe him and receive strength. Amen. So that you can get whatever it is that you're believing him for. So I hope you, I hope this, amen. You know, we went through some scriptures here, but the point is so that we understand God's not in the business of lying. Amen. He speaks something, it's the truth. He speaks something and he says, it's going to accomplish that which I spoke about. It's going to prosper wherever I send my word. 
It's not going to come back to me empty. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for me to lie. I cannot lie. I'm not going to alter the words that come out of my mouth. I'm not going to call back my words. Amen. Faithful is he who has promised. Do you get this? Is it building up your spirit to let you know if God said a thing, then dag nabbit. Amen. <laughs> I can believe that. Amen. I was walking with my wife a couple of weeks ago. We were walking. And I said, Dag Nabbit. And then we, we just started laughing. I said, what does Dag Nabbit mean? Amen. I don't know what it means, but amen. But the bottom line is we judge him faithful who has promised. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right. That's our foundation. What's it for? Amen. Because now we're going to turn to Exodus chapter 34. Exodus chapter 34. And we're going to look at verse number 10. In Exodus 34, God called Moses up to the mountain a, a second time because he had given Moses the Ten Commandments and he had wrote on the two tablets those Ten Commandments. And when Moses came down the mountain the first time with the tablets, he saw the golden calf. And Moses, amen, you know, the people were dancing around and doing all kinds of lewd things. And Moses was so angry, he threw the tablets down right. and he and he broke them. He smashed them. Mm -hmm. And so God called him up a second time and told him, you know, to carve out stones, uh, tablets of stone, just like the first two uh, tablets and come back up. And Moses came back up and he got this and he got the commandments again for the second time. And in verse 10, God said to Moses. He said, Behold, I make a covenant before all thy people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among which thou art shall see the work of the Lord. For it is a terrible thing or awesome thing that I will do with thee. Now, this is what God said to Moses. And this is what God is saying to us. And this is what he's saying about where we are right now in 2020, where we've seen some strange things in the first half of the year. And he's talking about the second half of this year. And he's saying, I'm going to do some things, amen, that nobody's ever seen before. Right. Now, you see, the first thing he says, he said, I will make a covenant. And how many of you know God's a covenant God? Amen. Mm -hmm. And covenant is not just a promise. It's not just, oh, I make a promise to you. It's a, it's, 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 it's a it's a promise, but it also establishes a relationship. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's all like the marriage covenant. It's not just a promise that I'm going to marry my wife and she's going to marry me, but it is it, it's it establishes a relationship that's different from all others. Mm -hmm. That's the purpose of a marriage, right? If 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 your relationship, if you're a man and you have a relationship with another woman that's the same way as your relationship with your wife, something wrong. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that covenant established a relationship that's different from all your other relationships. Mm -hmm. God's a covenant God. And this is why we don't get caught up in religion, because it's not about religion. It's about relationship. And that relationship comes through covenant. And, and, it, and in that covenant that establishes that relationship, God says, if glory to God, if you honor the relationship, mm -hmm. I'll bless you exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask a thing. Amen. If we honor the relationship, then the blessings of God are ours. Amen. And that's why we have to understand that this walk that we have with God is not religion, it's relationship. And we need to focus on honoring the relationship. Glory to God. And so this is a relationship. And so God says, I, I, I make a covenant. I establish this relationship with you. And he says, before all the people, not in some closet, not, you know, in some hidden wine press like Gideon, hmm. right? Not, not in the corner. God says, he says what? He says, he says, before all the people, mm -hmm. that means I'm going to do it out in the open. Glory to God in heaven. I'm going to do it out in the open. What's he going to do out in the open? He says, I'm going to do marbles. Yes. You look at different translations of this. It says miracles. Some translations say wonders. So God is saying out in the open because of our relationship, 
I'm your father and you're my child. Glory to God. I'm your father and you're my child. And because of our relationship and because of the way you honor, glory, our relationship. The devil is a liar trying to take my throat, my voice. Amen. Amen. And because of the relationship that we have and the way you honor that relationship, I'm going to do some things out in the open. Miracles, wonders, and marvels. Yes. And look what he says. He says, I'm going to do such as have not been done where? In all the earth, nor in any nation. Mm -hmm. Tell me that's not strange. Amen. Amen. He's saying, I'm going to do some strange things that haven't been seen anywhere. And he says, and all the people which uh, among which thou art shall see the work of the Lord, for it is a terrible, awesome thing that I will do with thee. Mm-hmm. Again, if you read this in different translations, some say I'm going. There's going to be awesome things I'm going to do with you. Other translations say I'm going to do awesome things to you. Mm-hmm. Other translations say I'm going to do awesome things through you. Yes. Glory to God. So, and maybe it's going to be all three for you. Mm-hmm. Glory to God that He's going to do awesome things with you, for you, to you, and through you. Amen. Yeah. But this is what God is saying, and He said this. In Exodus, Old Testament, and we know that in Hebrews 8 and 8 tells us that Jesus is the mediator of a better covenant Mm -hmm. that's established upon better promises. Glory to God. So if this is Old Testament promise, all I'm saying to you is we know that in our covenant of grace, we have, amen, we have a better covenant that's established upon better promises. Mm -hmm. And here is where the thing starts to hit. The rubber starts to meet the road. There are some things for some who are listening right now. There are some things that God has spoken unto you and you know it. And there are things that he's spoken unto you that you haven't really even shared probably with anybody or with very few people. And part of the reason why you haven't shared it is not because you don't. It's simply because that thing is outrageous. Wow. It's something that's so big. It's something that if you were to share it, you would be viewed as almost as you done lost your mind. (laughs) And so, you know, some of the things that God has spoken unto you. And maybe you believed it for a time, but time has gone on and it, it got discarded. It's been put in the corner. Mm. And the Lord told me even on this very morning, it's time for some of us to go back and get that promise wow. that we put on to the side. That great thing, that strange thing, that outrageous thing. That kind of build a art kind of thing when it hasn't rained yet. Mm. That kind of thing, right? The kind of thing that you say, well, that's never happened before. That's never happened in my family. I've never seen anything like that. And so you discounted it. God said, it's time for you to go back and mm. find that thing. Wow. Go back and find that promise. Go back and find that word that God gave you back then that you now have somehow, you know, you it's been so long, you put it in the corner and every now and then the Holy Ghost reminds you of it and you go, yeah, but that, you know, that didn't happen and that's not going to happen. And the reason why is because you haven't judged God faithful concerning that promise. Glory to God. Go back and get it. Go back and get that promise. Grab it by the scruff of its neck if it's trying to run away and bring it and say, you're going to come right here. Bring it right here. And now you're saying now, no one, this promise is going to come to pass. And if you now have the courage to tell somebody, they go, how in the world something like that is going to happen? God told me to tell you that you need to tell them four words because my father said so. Amen. And I'm going to believe this thing because my father told me this and he's not a man that he should lie. My father told me this and he cannot lie. Mm -hmm. My father told me this and it's impossible for him to lie. My father told me this and his word doesn't return to him void. He doesn't alter his covenant. My father told me this Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm believing it because my father says so. Amen. And if you don't have one of those things, then you need to get ready because God's about to speak one of those things 
to you. But mm-hmm. understand something. It's all about, it comes back to the covenant. And it comes back to that relationship and us honoring that relationship. Listen, it's time out for people who are called by God's name, but act like the world and think God's going to treat them and, 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 and work through them in a way. When, when God got all these faithful children, <laughs> let me tell you something. Listen, God honors faith. Amen. He's a faithful God and he honors faith. And this is not about, this is about honoring that relationship. So here's the thing. This should be an encouragement for those who feel left out. You know what I mean? It's just like um, Asaph wrote a psalm, right? I believe mm-hmm. it's Psalm 71, maybe, where he kept talking about how the wicked kept prospering yes. and how yeah. long it's going to be until they prosper. And then mm-hmm. he said, you know, and he didn't get the revelation until he went into the sanctuary. Right. See, some of us have been in the sanctuary and they, and see, you've gotten the revelation and you know something. Yeah, other people may be prospering or seem to be prospering. My, my time is coming. Glory to God. And see, God is talking to you. Mm-hmm. God is talking about to those people who've been faithfully honoring the relationship. Amen. Amen. You know, I think of like Anna and Simeon, you know, like Mm -hmm. Simeon, you know, he said, I had a promise that I'm not leaving this joint until I see the Lord's Christ. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen. Mm -hmm. He had that promise from God and Anna was in there fasting all the time, day after day after day. And they both saw what God had promised unto them. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. See, there's some, amen. I'm not trying to say people that anyone here has been that dedicated, but maybe you have. I don't know. But the point is that faithfulness, because see, it's about the relationship. That's where the covenant is. And it's not just the promises. It's the relationship. Mm -hmm. And when you honor the relationship, then the promises, Mm -hmm. amen, are yours. And so, and so God's made some promises. And some of them are back there. Go get them. Go go get them. And bring them and bring them here. Mm-hmm. Amen. And now renew your faith on those promises and say, I'm believing this thing. Yeah. I know I put it in the corner. I know I put it in the closet. I know I put it in my kitchen junk drawer or whatever. But I'm believing in that God is here now. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like Sarah. I'm judging you faithful. And I'm receiving strength mm-hmm. to conceive and bring forth the promise. That you made to me. Amen. Amen. And, and 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 if anybody got anything to say, you say, listen, leave me alone. I'm believing on this. Amen. Because my father says so. so. Now, um, let's go a couple more places and then Amen. Let's go a couple more places. Amen. Let's go to Matthew chapter nine. Glory to God. Can I just say this too? Is Matthew chapter nine? As we as we as we turn to Matthew chapter nine, please understand, Amen. You know, the Bible tells us plainly that Jesus made an open show of the devil, Amen. Mm-hmm. But see, the devil always acts up, yeah, and he acts up he acts up the most when he knows. That his jig is about to be up. Yeah. You remember the the the, the boy um, who was tormented by 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 the demon from you know for a long time. I don't know how long, but the father who said, "I believe, help me with my unbelief." Mm-hmm. And the disciples couldn't cast that that demon out. But when Jesus said, "Bring that boy over here," see, right then and there, devil knew it was it was over. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what did he do? He convulsed the boy. He yes. threw him on the ground. The boy shaking and foaming at the mouth and everything else. Why? Because the devil knew I'm about to get evicted. So let me get my last. Let me get my last licks in. And see, some of you've been going through some things. You wonder, oh Lord, what in the world's going on? I'm trying to tell you, the devil know he about to get evicted from your life, and he getting his last licks in. So instead of being in despair, you should be happy. Amen. You should know something. You know what? My, it's about to change up in here. Again, see, if you think about it with your head, you go, nah. What I said to you from the beginning, it ain't about your head. What I say, mm-hmm. bring your face shoes to this, amen? Yeah. This is a faith shoes party. If you don't got your face shoes on, you can't come in. <laughs> Glory to <laughs> God. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> amen. And we checking shoes. 
<laughs> if you ain't got your faith shoes on, you can't come into this. Amen. Amen. So this is not about your head. This is about your faith. Glory to God. Where we said Matthew what? Nine, nine. right? Matthew chapter nine. Uh, let's look at verse thirty-two. It says, "As they went out, behold, they brought to him a dumb man, meaning he was mute. He wasn't amen about his intelligence. He was mute, um, possessed with a devil, with a demon. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb spake, the mute spake. He couldn't speak before, but now he's speaking. And what happened? And the multitudes what marble saying what." It was never so seen mm -hmm. in Israel. Yeah. This New Testament. This Jesus mm -hmm. doing things in someone's life that the people say we never saw it. Not just in our family. We didn't see this in the whole country. We never seen it in Israel. Mm -hmm. This is the type of thing that we're talking about. Amen. This is what God is talking about. You know that, and we saw it in Exodus. Uh. Because of the covenant, doing some miracles and some wonders and some marvels in front of everybody that the world has never seen before and that the nations have never seen before. Amen. Talking about doing some strange things. Amen. And that and he's telling us that we can bank on these things. Now, do you know, amen, that in Luke chapter seven, you remember the widow of Nain? Mm -hmm. Because Jesus had come into the town and the widow of Nain was, was coming out with her son and there was a great funeral procession. And the interesting thing about that story, because Jesus went over to, he interrupted a funeral, first of all. Glory to God. He interrupted a funeral mm -hmm. and he touched the casket. And this is in Luke chapter 7. He touched the casket um, after he told the, 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 the woman the mother because he had compassion on her and he told her weep not and then he touched the casket and he said to the to the 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 dead man they and, and the scripture referred to him as a dead man mm -hmm. until jesus spoke to him and when jesus spoke to him he said young man i say unto thee arise <laughs> you can go from dead to young just that because <laughs> jesus speaks <laughs> Amen. Amen. You can go from dead to young just because Jesus says a word to you. Amen. Because they were calling him dead man. Amen. And, and, and I know I'm not making that up, right? right? No, because in, in verse 12, it says, Behold, there was a dead man carried out. Yes. So that's how the scripture referred to him. And then when Jesus got there, he called him young man. Mm -hmm. Young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. But look at verse 16. It says, and there came fear on all, and they glorified God, saying that a great prophet is risen up among us, that God had visited his people. Mm -hmm. And see, this is the thing God wants us to know and be encouraged by. He about to visit some folk. Glory to God. Wow. God's about to visit some folk. And he's about to do some things that folk have that that they haven't been, hasn't been seen. Amen. He's about to do some things that you haven't seen. Your mama haven't seen, your, your grandmama haven't seen, your great-grandma hasn't seen, your family, amen. The nation hasn't seen, the world hasn't seen. Wow. Amen. And see, here's the thing. And, and see, it, again, amen, face shoes. Because are, you in a, are we in the middle of a pandemic? Yes, we are. Have you seen that before? <laughs> nope. It's right in front of us. All right. Things that we haven't seen are happening. And they're not, these are some bad things that we're seeing. And God is saying, I'm about to flip this script. And I'm going to show you some things that you haven't Amen. seen before either. But they're going to be Amen. God things. Amen. And see, and see, you tell that to, to, to God's people. And so you be like Zachariah. How am I going to know that's going to happen? Okay. Go to the side. But for those who are going to say, be it unto me according to thy word, like Mary, you're the one that God's going to bless exceedingly abundantly Amen. because you got your faith shoes on and you're simply believing this understanding. My father don't lie. Amen. Glory to God. I'm believing it because he said so. Isaiah said in, in chapter 43, behold, I do a new thing. Yes. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? 
that's the kind of place we're in right now, right? Mm-hmm. Where God wants to do some new things. He wants to, and he wants to do them now. Why? Because, as I was saying earlier, how, how, how Jesus made an open show of the devil. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the devil tries to act up when he knows he's about to get kicked out. And see, it's now time, again, for God to make an open show. Right? Mm-hmm. That's why he said, I'm going to do it before everybody. That's an open show of his glory in your life, an open show of the goodness, an open show of his faithfulness, an open show of, 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 of his love toward, toward his children. Mm-hmm. Not, not in the closet. You, amen. It's going to be done out in the open because God wants to make an open show because see the devil been out there just trying to do all kinds of things and make it seem like this world is all, and listen, God said it's time for me to, to for my faithful ones, amen, who are believing me and trusting amen. in me and who have judged me faithful. Mm. I'm going to make an open show of my goodness in their life to such a degree that people are going to marvel and say, I've never seen anything like that. Amen. I've never experienced anything like that. Never heard about anything like that. Paul um in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he quoted um, Isaiah 64 and 4. Amen. I have not seen, right? Mm-hmm. Nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. What? The things that God has prepared for those yes. who love him. See, I hasn't seen it. Your ear hasn't heard it. Your heart never even thought about it. <laughs> right. And God says, those are the types of things I've been working on for you and for my faithful ones. And I want to show this out in the open. Amen. Right? Because the first six months, you've seen some stuff you've never seen before that hasn't looked too good. God said, I'm changing this thing. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, 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 and we can stand on it because God doesn't lie. Last place we're going to turn today, amen, and then we're going to get on up out of here. Amen. Praise God. Praise our Father today. Amen. Is is John chapter 9. We're going to look at this last place and then we're leaving. Amen. Amen. My wife goes around singing the song every now and then. She said, you don't got to go home. <laughs> but you got to get on up out of here. Amen. <laughs> you sing that song, babe? No. Yeah. See, a lot of times I do it. I don't want to go around singing that song. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I got that thing down. I got a church version too. I can't wait. Amen. I told I told my wife. Amen. That kind of song, you could sing that after the benediction. Amen. <laughs> after the benediction. Now unto him who's able to keep us from falling. After you do that, after you do that, now you can sing. You don't have to go home, but you got to get on up out of here. Amen. Okay. After uh, the benediction, you can sing it. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Amen. I can't wait. Amen. Uh, but we're in John chapter 9, amen. Laughter does good like medicine, amen. We praise God for it. John chapter 9, let's look at verse 1. It says, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a young man which was blind, what? From, From his birth, mm-hmm. right? And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? You know, we, we understand this, right? Everything that could be viewed as bad in your life, is not because of some sin in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just not. Jesus makes it plain in verse 3. He says, Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Mm-hmm. So Jesus said, He's in this situation, not because he did wrong or his parents did wrong, but he's in this situation so that the works of God can be revealed, made manifest, be revealed in his life. Mm -hmm. See, God wanted to reveal himself in this man's life. Mm -hmm. He wanted to reveal his works in his life. And I pray you hear that because God wants to reveal himself in your life. And he wants to reveal his works in your life. And now's the time. And it's not some little small thing. It's the kind of, I've never seen this before kind of thing. Amen. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's jump down to verse... Number six, it says, and when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and he anointed the eyes of the man with the clay. And he said unto him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. 
he went his way therefore and washed and came seeing Mm -hmm. so some mud on his eyes jesus said go wash it off in a pool slow he did that and now he could see never could see from birth Mm -hmm. and so now people saw him man that's the guy who was begging all the time now he can see Right, mm-hmm. and 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 they said well, he told him Jesus did this for me, and then the Pharisees said, "Hey, how you come seeing?" He said, "Well, he told me to go wash in the pool of Siloam. That man's not of God because this was the Sabbath day, and he shouldn't have told you to do that on the Sabbath day." <laughs> Are you kidding me? And so then they, the Pharisees called the man's uh, uh, mother and father. Said, "This your son?" They said, "Yeah, that's my son." They said, "How he come seeing?" They go, "Look, he's our son, but how he come seeing?" I don't know. You ask him. He's of age. Ask him. So they asked him again. And when they asked him the second time, just so you could love about the Pharisee, they said, give God the praise. <laughs> yeah. Give God the praise. Tell us how you come seeing. Mm-hmm. And he said, I done told you already. Right. Right. But you don't want to listen. And so now let's jump down to, um, that's what he said, verse 27. So now let's jump down to verse 28. So they reviled him. They said, thou art his disciple. Because he said, do you want to be one of his disciples? And they said, no, you're his disciple. Mm-hmm. We're Moses' disciple. We know that God spake unto Moses. As for this fellow, talking about Jesus, we know not from whence he is. And the man said, he said, he said, why herein is a marvelous thing <laughs> that ye know not from whence he is. And yet he hath opened my eyes. <laughs> now we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Mm-hmm. Now look what he says in verse 32. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of mm-hmm. one that was born blind? Wow. If this man went out of God, he could do nothing. Right. You know what he said? The Amplified Version says, since the beginning of time, it has never been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. You see what God did for him? Yeah. Jesus did something for this man that had never been done since the beginning of time. That's what our Father is talking about today. Doing things that have never been been done. done. God said, I'm the Lord God, I change not. Amen. And he's no respecter of persons. He did it. He told Moses, I'm going to do it for the, for Israel. Amen. Mm-hmm. Right? When he when that man who was mute now could speak, the people said, we've never seen this in our entire country. And now this man who's born blind, he said, he's born blind so that my works can be revealed in his life. And then he did something for the man that had never been done since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So listen, what is that thing that God has spoken or is speaking to you or has now brought back to your remembrance that's too big for your head to get wrapped around? Good. Because it ain't about your head. Amen. It's, no, no, really. It's not about your head. Listen. See, here's the thing. Glory to God. We gotta, we're leaving. But it's, it's like we've been studying in Mark chapter 11. When Jesus said, you speak to the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. And if you believe what? Where he said, where if you believe? In your heart mm-hmm. and doubt not. So if you want to doubt, you can doubt in your head all you want. It ain't about your head. He didn't care about your head. He wasn't speaking about your head. He's speaking about your heart. Right. So, this, right? so, so here's the thing. Receive it in your heart. Believe it. God, those things that have been too big for your head, but say, uh-uh, I'm, I'm putting this thing in my heart and I'm standing on it and I'm believing it. Because why? Remember all those scriptures. Mm-hmm. Amen. God is not a man that he should lie. He's faithful. Cannot lie. Impossible lie. All the rest of that. Amen. Stand on those things. And in the end, you can sum it up this way. I'm believing this thing because my father said so. That's it. End Amen. of discussion. Amen. Amen. Go back and get those things. Amen. And stand on those things. And believe on those things. Because it's time for God and the people of God to shine. Amen. Amen. 
It's time for God and the people of God to shine. And I'll tell you one thing that should convince every child of God. We need to shine some light in this world. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Right about now, we need to shine some light in this world because it seems as if this world is growing darker and darker by the minute. Yep. And it's time for the people of God to rise up and to allow the power of God to operate in their lives and shine some light into this world. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. And God wants to do some things that's going to capture everybody's attention. Things that no one has ever seen before. Not in, not in this country, not in any country of the world. Amen? Amen. And guess what? Amen. Well, who is this man? We don't even know his name. You know, is he nobody special? Amen. Right. Don't even know his name. Not even special. But God chose him. And here's the other thing. We're leaving. You said that before. I know. <laughs> but we're leaving. But here's the other thing. Understand this. And somebody needs to be encouraged by this. Jesus did this for this man. This man didn't even ask him. Hmm. Wow. Just like the widow of Nain. The widow of Nain didn't ask Jesus to come raise her son. Right. This man didn't ask Jesus. He was not like blind Bartimaeus crying on the side of the road. Son right. of David, have mercy on me. This man just in there. Jesus saw him and said, I'm going to do something. Oh, glory to God. He saw him and said, I'm going to do something for him. <laughs> Somebody need to be encouraged. Because yeah. God's going to do something for you just because he sees you. See you. <laughs> Glory to God in heaven. Amen. He's going to do something just because he sees you. And then for others, he's going to do it because he spoke it to you. And you now have just are going to judge him faithful. And you're going to see that thing come to pass in your life. And people around you are going to say, just like they said in Luke chapter 5, we've mm -hmm. seen some strange things today. Glory Amen. to God in heaven. Amen. So in this Father's Day, amen, we're counting God faithful, amen. amen. We're judging him faithful and the promises that he made unto us, which are yea and amen in Christ Jesus, we're standing on them and we're not moving off of them. And if the devil tries to whisper in your ear, if you still believe in or how can you believe something as outrageous as that, as big as that, as extraordinary as that, as stupendous as that? How you think God's going to do something that big for somebody so small How and all the rest of that? All you have to say to him, you know why? Because my father, father said so. Said so. Amen. Amen. Glory to God in heaven. Amen. Now I'm really getting on up out of here. I'm closing the book. I'm not sitting down, but I'm going to get on. I'm going to take my wife's advice. I'm not going to go home because I'm already home. And I'm going to just get on up out of here. Let's pray today. Amen. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Lord, God. God. We thank, thank you, God, for the word that you've spoken into our hearts, into our minds, into our hearts. Father, we pray, oh God. Yes, Father. Thank we Jesus. thank you. Jesus thank is the Jesus. author and thank the finisher Jesus. of our faith. And as the disciple said, increase our faith. Yes, Help us, oh God, to, to wrap our hearts around the word that you've yes, spoken Father. unto us today and to hold on to them, believing, oh God, in you, trusting in you, yes. knowing, oh God, that you are faithful who has promised. And Father, I'm praying for everyone under the sound of my voice that those yes, great and mighty Lord, things that we Jesus. know it's not, God, you said, I'm going to show you some things. Great and mighty, glory to God. And you're going to do signs and wonders and miracles and marvels in our midst, yes, such Father. as the world Thank has you, never seen before. And Father, we're releasing our faith for that right now in the name of Jesus, yes, that the Thank goodness you, of God can be made manifest in our lives. Glory to God. And that this world can be filled with the light of your love and of yes. your power yes. and of your goodness. And Father, we thank you for it in advance in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray right now that you will help those to whom you have spoken promises yes, in the Lord. past. Thank you, Jesus. And maybe they don't thank recall you. them, oh God. Maybe we don't recall them. God, bring them back to our remembrance in the name of Jesus that we can set our faith on them afresh. And Father, as we do, glory to God, we just believe by faith in the Son of God that we shall see your promises yes. come to pass you, in our lives. And Father, we thank you right now for those, oh God, that you already have your eyes on. Just as Jesus saw 
saw this man and he healed. Just as he saw the woman who lost her only son and he went and he performed the miracle. God, we thank you right now for yes, those Father, who you see. Jesus. Glory to God. Yes. El Roy, the God who sees me. That's what Hagar said. El Roy, the God who sees me. Father, I'm grateful right now that you see certain people yes, under the sound Lord, of my voice. You, you see where they are and you're already moving in their direction. Glory to God to bless them, to help them, to prosper them, to increase them, yes. to heal them, to strengthen them in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, so Father, you continue to have your way. Glory to God. We bless you, O God, our Heavenly Father, on this Father's Day. And Father, we release our faith and we stand strong on your word. And yes. We simply say we're not moving. We're not moving off this word. Yes. We're not stammering or stuttering God. on this word. Because it's a word that's been spoken by our Father. Our Father said so, and it shall be so. And yes. so we give you the praise for it, and we give you thanks. In Jesus' In name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. Happy Father's Day. Amen. To everybody. Amen. Not everybody. Glory to God. Everybody every Father. father. <laughs> Amen. To every Father. Amen. And like I said earlier, especially... To those fathers, amen, who are holding it down, amen. amen. God sees your labor of love, amen, amen. and he, um, his blessing is upon you exceedingly. So uh, enjoy the day, amen, enjoy amen. Father's Day, amen, and, and um, we look forward to seeing you again at amen. the appointed time. But until then, um, praise God, amen, enjoy the day. Amen. I hope I'm going to enjoy the day. Amen. I know I'm going to enjoy the day. I talk to my daughters, my grandson. Amen. Eat some good food. Amen. <laughs>